Here we are, episode number one of Nothing the Podcast. Glad we're here. My name is Mason, and I'm going to be one of the hosts of this podcast. Um, I'm going to give you the brief rundown of this podcast and the main idea behind it and why I created it. In today's world, we get a lot of our information online, right? Through web, internet articles, and stuff like that. Big media companies like CNN and Fox News and NBC hate that. They do not like you not getting the news from them. They want as much web traffic, as much cable Vox viewers, as much satellite dish viewers as they can possibly get so they can capitalize on funds and promote their agenda. I believe it was a Joe Rogan podcast where I heard this question. Why are the people giving you the news? Do they have an agenda? Are they getting paid to do it? I'm not getting paid to. And do they give it to you because they actually care? Right? So every time you get some sort of information, you should actually look into those three things. Um, You can go on Facebook and find a million articles that are quote-unquote clickbait have a crazy title and a crazy picture just so you click on it because that advertiser makes money um, by getting clicks. By getting clicks to that web page, they're creating web traffic, which creates more views, which in turn creates more money for whoever owns that domain. So you really need to look at it. That's why Trump is such a popular, popular article topic. Trump articles get clicks. They get tons of clicks. Anything that is attached to Trump's name gets web traffic, gets flows, gets something. It could be disagree or agree with Trump, but you are getting views. You are making money writing about Trump. And that's why he can't keep his name out the media. That is why he didn't have to pay millions of dollars in his election like Hillary Clinton did because they were giving it to him for free. They gave him all the free coverage that he needed, plus some. And he still gets it. The man can't go outside without a thousand different reporters coming up to him, asking him some controversial question. I know that that is a regular thing to happen to a president, but with Trump, it has really, really gone above and beyond. Um, Is that a bad thing? I don't know. I don't know. That's a personal choice. Just like if you like Trump or not, that's a personal choice. Me, I'm going to be kind of blatant. I agree with some of this guy's policies, but... uh, Man, the guy has a lot of fucking issues. He really does. Um, <laughs> but Hillary Clinton was a joke too. But that's just my opinion. And see, the whole story about this, uh, the whole point about this show is it's all going to be opinions, right? Just because I'm saying this, this is what I think. It's not what my guests are going to think. It's not what my co-hosts are going to think. It's really what I think and what I want to uh, you know, put, put out there. Put my ideals out there. Put what I think out there. Um, you know, we have two sides to every story is what they say. I call bullshit. I say there's three sides to every story. His side, her side, your side. Right? Because um, you have to be a step back, right? And listen to both of their stories. And from both of their stories, you come up with the third story, right? And the third story to me is always seems to be the one that's true. Or at least the most true or the most factual or the less biased, right? Because you've taken from both sides and you've kind of moderated it to this middle foreground somewhere. And you can really capture that idea and get a clear view of what you think. And that's I challenge everyone who listens to uh, the news or reads news to do that. Look up an article, right? The same subject. And go to CNN and Fox and read that article and just read the tone 
dissect it a little bit with your brain, do all of that, and see how they're both pitching you their bias and their agenda. It's insane. It's so blatant it hurts. And we got millions and millions of Americans eating that up every day. Every day. CNN articles get the worst type of people, and so do Fox News. I mean, if you look at comment sections below them, it's civil war, and so to speak, people just calling each other names because of their ideals, their ideologies, and everything like that. And at what point do we stop calling people names just because they think differently than us, right? If someone did something stupid, and you said, hey, you're stupid, you are more likely to do that online than in their face, right? So what has happened to that? People have taken that overboard. We've taken it to, oh my God, he's a conservative. He's a Nazi. He is a Nazi, a Nazi, a Nazi. And these people, they get into this high mindset. It's almost an hysteria, right? And they all get together and they actually believe that we have Nazis in our government. Like people who wear red armbands and go to secret meetings, Nazis. That's uh that's pretty fucking crazy. No, we don't have that in our in our government. We don't have those. Those uh those got killed off like 70 years ago and the rest of them fled to uh South America and like some submarines and shit. They ain't in our government. We might have some stupid people with some stupid views in our government, but that goes for both sides. Right? Cuz like I said, one side is not right. Right, excuse me. One side is not right. The middle side is usually right. The tip of the triangle, right? So you have a triangle. And right here at the tip, and right here is the lower, right? So you get the left, the right. Mine's backwards on my screen, but uh, right here the tip. I like to call it the tip of the triangle because we're higher above both the sides. The more you go right, the more you go left, the lower you go down the fucking triangle, right? So we get this good equilibrium on top of the tip of the spear. Just the tip of the spear, baby. And we, we get it, and to me, that is like above beyond, right? These people up at the top, they've taken the best of both worlds, and they've combined it to a political ideology that they really think would work. And we don't do that as a country. We, re we elect Republicans and Democrats who don't elect libertarians. We don't elect reform partyists. Um, for good reasons, we, we try to st stick to those two because, you know, we have Tea Partyists and Green Partyists who are actually a little nutty, but where's the Libertarian Party? Not a lot of people know, I believe it's only 15 or 20% of the vote to get a Libertarian candidate into the debate scene. So when it's right before election time and there's only two people debating, one Republican, one Democrat, right? Where's the Libertarian? And the Libertarian can't go debate until he has 15% of the popular vote. They won't even acknowledge him. So until we can get a libertarian that's showing 15 to 20% popular vote, he can't be included in these debates. His voice cannot be heard. His voice is shut down. And where are these debates run? What stations? CNN and Fox. Who's asking the questions? Employees of CNN and Fox. Why aren't you asking the questions? Those people are rich. If you are a news anchor, you did something right. You knew somebody. You impressed somebody. They're getting paid a lot of money to do what they do. 
where are these questions coming from? Who's coming up with them? Are the American people coming up with them? Or are the networks coming up with them? Because they have an agenda they want to promote. They want to make the presidents look stupid that they don't like. I'm sorry, not the presidents, but the uh, people running for office look stupid by asking them questions that they know will fumble the, uh, uh, the nominees and stuff. So... Why are we still supporting CNN and Fox News? Why aren't we supporting third stream media companies, right? Online medias. Why aren't we getting presidential candidates that want to lessen their power too? Why are we taking controls of everyone's lives, right? It's kind of weird. I mean, we look across the pond over at England. You can't even have a knife in London. Like, seriously, carrying a knife in London is like carrying a gun. All right? You can't go into D.C. with a gun. You will get put down. Same shit in London for a freaking knife. A knife. How are you supposed to eat steak? What about all the construction workers that have box cutters and gerbers and stuff like that on them? I mean, it's becoming so ridiculous in London that the machete tax, there's like less than, uh, there's like a machete tax less than uh, every, like every 24 hours there's a machete tax. A freaking machete attack. That's gruesome as shit. You're telling me a guy with a machete can't go in a restaurant and start hacking a bunch of people? But you think an AR-15 is the problem? Are you kidding me? Come on. I mean, we're just proving that the uh, the murder rate in London has is, is surpassed New York. That's like the first time in like 100 years or something this has happened. That London has always been less violent than New York City. Not the case this year. And they don't have guns. New York doesn't have guns, but you can just easily go over to another state and grab a gun and come back to New York. I know how easy it is. The gun laws are easy. It's easy for anyone to get a gun, and that does need to be changed. We do need to place limits, and we do need background checks on guns, and we need to stop private sales, too. Private sales are so easy that it's called the McDonald's sale, right? You can go into the parking lot of McDonald's, right? All you need is is an ID or something like that, proving your state residence. And if I had a gun and I saw you were 18 or whatever, and I see you're a Virginia residence, I can give you that gun and you can give me cash and we can go our separate ways and never talk to each other again. I just sold that guy a gun in the parking lot of McDonald's. And that is completely legal. So why aren't we having like regulated like third-party exchange services? It's all right if you want to sell your gun as a private citizen, but they should go to a police station where there's uh, documentation or maybe like a gun store or, or somebody who is specialized in the transferring of arms and documenting this in the government because you don't have to document your guns in a lot of states. People got hundreds of guns, and the government doesn't even know they have hundreds of guns. They could have been uh, diagnosed with one of these mental disorders that actually outlaws them from having any guns. But they still have hordes and hordes of weapons. So why aren't we doing any of this? And because uh, the Second Amendment people think any ground loss is ground loss forever. Right? So even if it's a common sense gun law, they're like, no, I don't want to pass it just because um, give an inch, take a mile type thing. Right? That's stupid. That's selfish. Alright, I understand the need to protect yourself. I understand all that. We can do that just fine. Um, If it resorted to ourselves, needing to protect ourselves, we got more guns than people. We got a lot of people. And we have a military that we're not an oppressive uh, culture, right? It would be very, 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 very dark times if our soldiers were killing our own civilians. That really would not be happening. I mean... 
that's just out of this world. It's happened in recent history. Yes, I know. But we have become such a culture of progressivism where we're not going to open fire on people, right? So to protect yourself from the government, that's, that is going down a little bit. But it's just kind of ironic how the left is, oh, this is all very Hitler-esque, Hitler-esque government, and then they want to take away guns. Hitler took the guns. Stalin took the guns. Mao took the guns. If anyone knows where that reference from, five points to you. But when we want to take guns away from people, when we want to get rid of the Second Amendment, we are spinning on the face of everything America has ever stood for. What we're founded upon. I know times change. We adapt. But there are laws that we made. So we couldn't go back into dark times. Or we can't have these essential freedoms. Guns keep the government scared. Free peach keeps, keeps the government scared. Right? Because they can't oppress us when we have both of those things. Look over in China right now. Hip hop culture is banned in China. You can't, you can't be like a rapper or something like that. The whole hip hop culture has been banned. Imagine the American government banning a culture. A whole culture, just because some old men don't like it or they think it's it's not very progressive and, and that people are wasting their time on it, right? It's kind of like kind of like making weed illegal. It don't hurt anyone. Why is it illegal? It makes a lot of money for us because uh, people lobbied to get it illegal. Old men just didn't like it. They thought that meant people it made people lazy. So they have screwed over millions and millions and millions of their own american people by putting marijuana laws in place right everyone has a friend who got some stupid weed charge got pulled over and and it really actually screwed him man you can lose your job for some marijuana over just what is the difference between going home at the end of the day and smoking a joint and making a manhattan and drinking it having a glass of wine what is the difference Please tell me because I think weed is actually less harmful. You know why? Because I don't see people getting very angry on weed. I've seen alcohol ruin relationships. I've seen people get very lazy off weed and start amounting to nothing. But no harm, no foul. If that guy's not coming over to your house and shitting in your, in your yard, then who are you to say anything? Who are you? And if you are the one to say something, that means you are an oppressor. You are oppressing somebody because you don't like what they're doing. You disagree with it. You want to infringe your lifestyle on them. Doesn't sound very fair. And it, and it confuses me that it's always conservatives. Conservatives are, are, are the ones that are mostly anti-marijuana, right? Um, and then conservatives are like, let me get out. Oh, the government's always in my shit. Oh, the government just wants to tell me to do. Um, you guys don't want to allow girls to get abortions. I understand your thing. A baby has a soul. You guys still believe in God. I I don't believe in religion. I think religion is a huge pyramid scheme. I mean, Jesus Christ, you used to be able to go to the uh, church, give them money, and then all your sins were erased. I mean, come on, guys. Why are we giving our money to the churches? They're not even taxed. It's free money for them. The Vatican's the strongest government. You know how much money they have? They have money that they get, and the people can't even question them because they blindly believe in faith. Blindly will hand over their money. You ever been to church? And been at the very end and seen that collection plate? Church service is about an hour long. You get a big Catholic church, right? At the end of that, there's uh, probably over $1,000 or close to $1,000 in that collection plate. That's a one hour. So that church is, you know, uh, who knows how much they made it in an hour. A few hundred to a thousand hour. They have multiple services. That church is caking. It's not being taxed. They don't got to claim any of it. It's all good. 
I don't think religion is a bad thing, and I do actually in a little bit because uh, I think a lot of wars would be over if we didn't have religion anymore. But as a community of purpose, religion isn't that bad, I understand. But if you're religious, do not put it into politics. That's step number one. Religion and politics do not mix. Separation of church and state. A lot of people say, oh, we won't found it on this. I've actually heard this argument, right? And I'm going to not name this individual, but he said something along the lines of, well, this country wasn't made for black people when we made those laws. So uh, they they actually came or like we just brought them over here. We had we had no idea they were going to be free. And I looked at this kid and I was appalled. He said, well, nowhere there says a uh, separation of church and state. We actually created this as our outlook for, you know, kind of a white civilization. I've talked to these people. That is basically a white nationalist, right? Thinking that America was made just for white people trying to escape England? Screw you. No, it wasn't. America was made for everybody, and that's what it is for. America has become the biggest melting pot in the world. It has become the strongest country in the world. It has become the most diverse. It has become the most progressive. We create technology in the blink of an eye compared to other countries. We have huge companies based out of America. We have created the best society. And there's going to be a lot of arguments against that. A lot of people want to say Denmark is the happiest place. No, 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 no. Happiness and success don't always translate together, everyone. They don't. And America is more successful. We're stronger. We have a huge population. We have geniuses coming left and right. We have innovators. We have a free market. We are non-oppressive. We do have some... uh, Bad apples who are oppressive, but again, that's on both sides of the aisle. So what is it? Why are we at this weird point in today where it seems like we're breaking out into a social civil war when we're better off than many other places? Why is it? I don't have the answer for you. I really don't. I come on here and talk so I can get these answers. So people can maybe tell me these answers. Why are we at such a civil war? How could one man, Donald Trump, do it? I've talked to Republicans. They don't think it's Donald Trump's fault. They think it's Barack Obama's fault for letting this happen, for letting this grow. They said this was a ticking time bomb. Democrats, on the other hand, they say this is all Trump's fault. They said Trump divided us all. Did Trump divide us all? Or did the media's portrayal of Trump divide us all? Did people calling Trump a Nazi divide us? And actually think we have Nazi in power divide us? These are all good questions. I'm an outspoken critic of Obama. I'm an outspoken critic of Trump. I think they both suck. A lot of people liked Obama. I fail to see a lot that he did. He was a good man. One of the classiest individuals that's ever been in that seat of power. Charismatic. Had a good smile. But I just fail to see how he did a good job, actually. I'm sorry. I think think he was a cool guy. Um, You know, he was my boss at one point. Nothing but respect for the man for serving his country and taking on the burden and the stress of being president. Here's to you, Barack Obama. Um, Trump, same respect. Same exact respect I'll give Trump, I'll give Obama. Exact same respect. Why? Because I'm not a fucking hypocrite. I disagree with them both. Trump may not be as good as a man, but he is doing a service to our country. You know, I was in the military. So, service to our country is a big part of my life. I sacrificed, you know, three years. I didn't deploy. 
I was in the honor guard. I stayed in D.C. But I did my time. I did my service. I did my contract. And that was my service to my country. You know what I mean? You can donate. You can do whatever you want with your money. Just to me, don't tell people what to do, right? All these little like, uh, oh, we need to pay money for PBS. All right, if you want PBS, then create a fundraiser for it. But don't tax people. Stop. Stop oppressing people with taxes. If someone doesn't want health care, don't make it a law for them to need health care. All right, Obama? That's a good thing. Trump repealed that. He didn't get rid of Obamacare, but he got rid of the need to need health care, right? So you could you don't have to have health care, which will really suck if you get in an accident, but that's your fault. I'm not holding hands for people I don't know. Even though they're Americans, I'm not holding their hand. If they don't need if they don't want health care, they don't want to sign up for it, I'm not gonna tell them to sign up for it. It's not my job. It's not the government's job, that's for sure. So why is it coming out of my wallet? It's coming out of your wallet too. I, I understand. If you're all right with paying for it, that is awesome. I think you should be able to elect yourself into paying for stuff like that. But I think that people should be able to not have to pay for it. When I was in the military, I didn't need health care. I had it provided for me. I didn't need health care, but I had it provided, right? I chose a job that gave me health care. I was paying a huge majority of my paycheck to health care for everyone else. It's kind of weird. In the military, you pay taxes, and it's like you're paying yourself, right? I'm paying my own health care through my taxes of some sort. But I'm paying for people, people's health care when I have health care. Why am I paying for your health care? I don't want to pay for it. I'm, 20, I'm young and 20. I don't make that much money. I can't afford to pay for it. And this is where young people really get really get lost on, on taxes. And it's like, oh, but I have health care now. Um, you could probably find a job. You could probably find cheaper health care. You could probably really capitalize on that extra money you are making instead of just feeding it to the government. Same with Social Security. Let's look at Social Security, right? I think uh, the age to start collecting Social Security is 70 years old now, right? So if you started working at 18 and you retire at 70, that's 52 years you bought into Social Security most likely, right? Um, The average lifespan in America is 76 years old. So you get to collect that for six years on average. We collect it for six years. Social Security. Let me tell you, you're not getting all that money that you put in back in that time period. You are wrong. The government likes you to die early so they can take the rest of your Social Security money and use it for themselves. You don't understand. Social Security is is the government's play money. They're taking our money saying we're saving it for you for later in life all right we're just going to hold it over here we'll give you paychecks and that way they can monitor how much money you're getting from the government everything like that they can kind of just take control and really get a lot of information about you but they're just taking your money and they're spending it they it was like hey everyone give us their money we're going to spend it we're going to fix ourselves um this is how social security kind of came into play uh we're going to restart the economy with it boom and this is where the whole baby boomer fad of baby boomers were in the country kind of starts off there but Stop taking people's money. Social security is a scheme. If you don't see that, then you're kind of blind to it, right? Now, here's the crazy. Here's where it gets really weird with, uh, you know, enforced government policies like that in healthcare. Healthcare, as Americans, I don't think we should be allowing people to die on the street, you know, if they need medical attention. I would extremely like to have everyone be able to uh, get the medical attention they need without being gouged. And price as well. Pills, that's a big one. We'll get into pharmaceutical companies in another episode. That's going to be a big episode. 
because pharmaceutical companies are the real enemies. They bought everything already. They own everyone. We'll get into that, though. But when you uh, are forcing people to buy healthcare, you're supporting pharmaceutical companies, too. I mean, they have guaranteed customers now because, oh, they have healthcare. They're going to go to the doctor now. They're going to get some new pills. Oh, yeah, we're making lots and lots of money. I'm not going to go too into that because that's a whole nother episode worth us talking stuff, talking points. Um, but yeah, going into the government, taking your money, people really need to educate themselves, and especially my younger generation, on how much money you could be making if we didn't buy into all these social, you know, community efforts. 18-year-olds don't make a lot of money. 25-year-olds don't even make a lot of money. Rare cases they do. I haven't yet. Have you? Even the 40-year-olds, are you making enough money? Are you comfortable right now in life? If you had a family of two kids and a wife, how much money do you think you need to retire with inflation and all that? Do you have enough money? You know, that's what Social Security was supposed to be there for. So you don't. So if you didn't have enough money, you still got that paycheck, right? But like I said, we're never getting the amount that we put into Social Security back, ever. That money is gone. That is lost, lost money. Goodbye. So, I think it's time for everyone to step back and really look at uh, the media, right? How it's influencing us, how they're all promoting their personal agendas. I think it's time to look at the government as a whole, Republicans and Democrats, and seeing what they're doing with our money that they take from us. And I think it's time to start seeing if all these things are necessary. This is money in your pocket you could be having. That's just fact. I mean, I don't know what else to tell everyone, but this has been a really great first episode. I'm really excited to produce more content for you all. Um, Go ahead and like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about this. This is going to be an open platform podcast, right? So I'm going to have a lot of liberals. I'm going to have a lot of Republicans. I'm going to try to get some upcoming musical artists, some athletes, all sorts of different people, artists. There's no boundaries to what this podcast is going to cover. Some episodes may have a little bit of a theme, but I try to keep it as fluid as possible. I try to keep it rolling off the tongue, and I try to keep you all entertained. And I hope I did that today. Thank you very much. This is Mason again for Nothing the Podcast. Thanks for watching the first episode.